Alright, you guys. Um, I know we haven't talked in a while, you know, as, you know, ambassadors of Earth to whatever star system you're from, but uh, uh, Kayla and I have come to offer sort of information from our planet as a sort of a goodwill bit, and it's secret, top secret information. Hopefully this helps whatever fact-finding expedition you're currently on. Yeah, I had to use my old cards just to get into that place, so... All you, you handed them was like a Nordstrom's gift card, and for some reason they let you in again. Hey, it wasn't Nordstrom's, it was Macy's. Get it right. So are they are they up to Macy's clearance now? Is that what it is? I don't know. They take whatever. For some reason, they only take Macy's and Sam's Club, but they won't take Costco. So, well, they, they could take th- American Express. So, you know. You know, I mean, I, I guess I'm. You guys could have gotten in if you know that information. I don't know why we had to do it. Well, I'm so where, lazy. I just want to know where this this uh, misnomer, this misunderstanding came along. We're not ambassadors of Earth. No, we're ambassadors. ambassadors. Oh, they're ambassadors. Supposedly. We don't know where we don't know where the heck you guys are from. We don't know what your what what planet you're supposed to be Nor in. Nor will you until that the time doesn't is matter. right. Okay, that's only fair. And And I, they don't know it yet, but Earth is going to eventually be destroyed. They've um, already made that don't decision. Don't tell them that. Oh. Well, uh we're also here because uh, you took a couple of humans of ours and we won the map. Can I get out of the box? We yet? didn't take you them. You can get out of the box after this short scan. Okay, Whoa. you're good. That was painful. I, I think you you did something to my organs. They'll be fine. I, uh, all right. They'll be fine. Uh, sure? Okay. In a couple days. <laughs> well, for the sake I don't of think pop- that Legion was there before. <laughs> the Legions will clear up in a couple days. So one thing I did discover while on Earth was fidget spinners. Oh. <laughs> Much to my chagrin. So, yeah, no, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, I wish we had these where we take, actually are. You are like six months behind Earth culture. Congratulations. <laughs> I, I, I'll make you a deal. You can take all the fidget spinners and from Earth and take them with you when you go back to your home world. Please. Please, God, we'll go. We'll use them as torture devices. <laughs> while, you're at it, while you're at it, take a water bottle flipping with you if you want to talk about stuff that no one does anymore. We'll also take your Logan Paul. Oh, take, oh please, please take Logan yes. Paul. Oh, God. It's, he's yours. I will lock him in a room with fidget spinners. <laughs> <laughs> he can ride with the cargo ship back. My question... It'll take he can be many, the cargo in the cargo many ship decades back. Right? So the return. My question is, should we explain to the listeners at home what the hell is going on? Well, maybe, because I no. we did agree to do this as part of our agreement as an episode of Undercooked Analysis. So, um, normally, uh, Dead Palette and Alan are with us when we infiltrate the Foundation, but we had to run solo because we had a bunch of requests from our uh, patrons off for Patrons Poison... We decided to acquiesce that, and then uh, one of our guests had one that uh, she wanted dug up, so we able, were able to dig that one up. Uh, so this is going to be a all sort of friend slash user slash patron requested SCP roundup. Um, but if this is your first time listening to Undercooked Analysis, don't start here. Go <laughs> somewhere else and start, because you're going to have no idea what we're talking what? about. What? Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, let's go around and, and reintroduce slash reintroduce some people. Obviously, I'm David. I started this whole nonsense, and now I wish I hadn't. Um, <laughs> I'm David. I'm a no-sleep story. <laughs> future, future David is a no-sleep story. Future David is a creepypasta icon. Yeah, someday. Yeah, someday. Someday, future David. We're working on it. (laughs) Hi, hi, my name is Kayla Berry. I used to work for the SCP, but they kicked me out after I stole um, one of their experiments that I now call Gracie, who is a Moogle slash half pig, half dog, half goat. That's a lot of halves for something that is not even. Basically, it's a mixture of all animals, and it's cute. 
and I stole it. Therefore. Somehow she has she she accrued the cutest aspects of all animals. Yeah. What's the cute part of hornets? The fact that they are tenacious. Uh, I mean, depending on who you are. Their, their spit makes these beautiful patterns. Of acid. That's that's true. <laughs> um, also joining us, of course, are um, our old friends from Raygun Readers. What's up? Hello. Abysme and Paprika. What, what? Uh, coming back at you with the new content in 2018, which we haven't recorded yet. Well, we're recording content now. This can be ours, right? Yeah, when? Yeah. I mean, we it's can a, probably it's a, steal it. It's a joint venture. <laughs> Look, no one on no one from where you guys are from is going to know about us. You can just go right. and say it's your content. So not many other species we've encountered are so fixated on entertainment. True. So being a really? YouTuber is you guys a rather are very, novel very thing. Bored, it seems, compared <laughs> to other species. I'm sorry, have you seen the tech level of Earth? We're nowhere near where you guys are at yet. I know. That's because you keep being distracted by Star Wars. <laughs> Fidget spinners. <laughs> I've never seen someone talk so much about Star Wars before. <laughs> it broke new ground! <laughs> so, and then we got a couple of people with us, too. Uh, who's who's that to your immediate uh, left there, Kayla? I think I think your name is, is it Shad? Hello and uh, good evening, dear listeners. My name is Lex Reckless, the living dead girl that seemed to be packaged up in a box and sent to wherever the fuck I am now. I don't have any organs left because they melted them, but hey, who needs organs when you've got a mouth? (laughs) She has a mouth and she can scream. Aren't you like a spider in that your organs, you only have so many internal organs you can survive without? I mean, you know, the external skeleton runs itself, really. I only need, like, the the fear of my various, I don't know, enemies, frenemies. I I can't really tell what they are, really. They taste good. That's that's really all you need. Just the, the juice of a liquefied something. Yummy. Sounds good. And then uh, to to your immediate uh, left, Ben. Uh, I think I've stumbled into this podcast once before, years and years and years ago. But uh, I was abducted recently by these aliens while walking through uh, the backwoods of California, and now I've suddenly been released from my box. So, yes, you you don't suppose you were taken because I actually have to confirm you weren't taken because of your um, your knowledge of robotics. So is it? Hey, Abysme, we found them. We gotta bring them back. Ah, fuck. And, uh, Mouse is here, too. We have a space kitty who's visiting. Space kitty... She's actually pretty close to everybody. Hey, kitty. with you? Space kitty. She's not freaking out for a change. You wanna make Hmm. some noise? No, she doesn't. Make some noise! All right. You'll hear her eventually. So to acquiesce for the patrons, though, uh, let's go ahead and delve into our first SCP. Uh, This was actually suggested a while ago on Patrons Poison by username159. Thank you, username. Uh, Making Gray the Old's request official. So here's SCP-1867 and the SCP-093 crossover story. The moment I hear SCP-093, I want to throw up all over the place. So, but we'll get back to that. Uh, I think we might just stick to 1867 today. Uh, for that story. A uh, good year. A fine year in Earth history, as I understand Domino's Pizza had just started. <laughs> <laughs> you must have found that on the Wikipedia. Yes. Wasn't that also the year they invented fidget spinners? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wikipedia is a fine repository. You were deep into the, to the world of... Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> so let's look at this sucker. All right, so we're gonna do this popcorn stuff. We'll have a couple. We have a couple other SCPs lined up, but we pulled this out of the vaults for you, uh, username. I hope you're you're happy. All right, 
As Whoa, you... that's a cool looking something. It's something a sea, really. sea snail. Yeah. Is that my aunt? <laughs> hey, oh, you know it's a new to branch. That's Judy? what it is. <laughs> new branch. Cute. Oh, it is a new branch. Yeah, you're right. So it looks like mm. it's glow in the dark. Pray, pray yeah. tell. What is a new to branch? It's like a sea snail. Okay. Mm. A really colorful thing lives in on coral or kelp. Yeah, we 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 need Kylie for this. Yeah, do an episode on nudibranch. branches. In the comments, what's a nudibranch? <laughs> Animal fact files. Do an episode, please. <laughs> nudibranches. I think I know they did one already on a type of sea snail, but not like on nudibranches in general. They did the the button. Yeah, little. and they did the iron one that like feeds off of iron ore or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. It was cool. But yeah, they they already covered tapers, and that's all that matters anyway. Uh, so we why don't we go around and we each take a like a little paragraph or. Um, so we can, we'll start with the, um, item number, SCP-1867, object class safe. Uh, Abysme, why don't you start us off with the first, uh, paragraph here about the containment procedures. Not the containment procedures. Or yes, the container. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, special containment procedures. SCP-1867 is to be kept in a 40 by 70 by 30 centimeter, centimeter aquatic specimen tank. No additional security measures are necessary. SCP-1867's environment and the care thereof are identical to that of non-anomalous members of the species, implying that there are anomalous members of the species. They all look pretty anomalous Mm. to me. I'm sorry. I said that was a noodle branch. Clearly that's an unforeseeable, horrific creature that was in a box. Why gotta be so mean to my aunt? (laughs) (laughs) She knows how to bake. Like, fuck. (laughs) Recovered items relating to SCP-1867 are to be placed in secure voltage... Well... Danger! Danger! High voltage! (laughs) Secure storage vault 16. Wow. Access to these items and to SCP-1867 itself is with permission of an appropriate level 2 staff member. Information redacted. Information redacted, 2012. SCP-1867 has requested access to a selection of novels and nature journals. Request was denied. I get the impression that this is going to be a sophisticated uh, SCP here. This is pretty, I mean... Possibly. Yeah. It's a bit fancy, especially if it has 1867. (laughs) (laughs) So, So the description, SCP-1867 is a nudibranch of the species Nebrantha... Nimbrotha. <laughs> I'm butchering that. Vari- <laughs> variable neon sea slug. Measuring 11.7 centimeters, 4.6 inches, in length. There are no physical differences between SCP-1867 and any other members of its species. So SCP-1867 is sapient and capable of telepathic communication with individuals within five meters. Oof. It identifies itself as Lord Theodore Thomas Blackwood, <laughs> a, British ex- a British explorer and naturalist. No such intervi- individual appears in any m- municipal records. SCP-1867 speaks with terminology and style appropriate to late 19th century England and is therefore friendly and cooperative with researchers. Oh my gosh, so does this, do you think it talks like a blustery British colonel or more like a, <laughs> oh, rather, you know, something like that? I think it talks, yeah. Maybe like with a little bit of Oscar Wilde flourish, so you're just getting something really flamboyant. He's probably, he's probably read Oscar <laughs> Wilde. He just, probably just, met Oscar Wilde. Yeah, probably did Oscar Wilde. <laughs> so 1867, at least in Earth history, was still a time of like, Botanical and biological exploration and cataloging of species. 
So I wonder if this guy didn't absorb the real Lord Theodore Thomas Blackwood, and now he lives inside his head. Ooh, it's, it's like entirely he ate possible. Him. And Maybe all he the ate records him. of him. Inadvertently, well, well, yeah. Well, let's see. There's more, so... Uh, SCP-1867 makes repeated claims of past exploits and accomplishments, including service in the Second Opium War, <laughs> expeditions to remote regions of the world, and encounters with various rare creatures and peoples. Despite the questionable validity of many of its claims, SCP-1867 has shown an in-depth knowledge of geography, zoology, botany, archaeology, anthropology, and linguistics relating to its claims, its claimed regions of exploration, as well as more esoteric fields in such as obscure mythology, mysticism, and cryptozoology. However, SCP-1867 does not seem to realize or willfully ignores any events or information dating after approximately 1910. So this is one smart snail. That is very true. That's uh, This is interesting so far, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I like... I, I find this kind of... It's fun. I want to say it's such a fun thing, like... Why this... it, cheerio, dear bro! Crumpets and all that good stuff. I am Sir Thomas Lord Byron Blackwood. <laughs> Lord Blackwood, at your service. Queen's Cup. <laughs> Bully. 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 This feels like an SCP that Prassicor would write. <laughs> and I say that like that's a lot that, of that is a That is good. a Actually, yeah. 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 Like yeah. very specific about something in history or biology or something. And there's just a lot of details. It's very fleshed out. It turns out he's the one who wrote this. I'm on to you. <laughs> All right. When requested to give proof of its exploits, SCP-1867 provides... We should probably say 1867, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say 1867. No, it's 1867. Because it's great. Provided an address near Redacted, England, claiming that it would be more than willing to donate its collection. Investigation of the address led to a cottage owned by one Miss Redacted Redacted, who claimed to be keeping the house for Lord Blackwood. Further questioning failed to reveal any details of SCP-1867's nature or origins beyond what inf information SCP-1867 had already provided. Miss Redacted died of heart failure five days after Foundation agents began investigation. Well, mm. she's dead. Let's mm. grab all the well, shit and go. Wait, what year was this supposedly written in again? Like, what? When is this? When was this from? written? Uh, the account. The account. When oh, was it isn't it like 2000? It looked like 2012 was when yeah. they yeah. Yeah. Redacted. So, redacted. Yeah. So somebody who's been keeping the Blackwood Manor for over a hundred years, then is that what they're saying? It's entirely possible. Mm. I mean, unless uh, unless we don't we don't know if Blackwood ever really existed either. We, okay, but they're, they're, they're saying they found it. a little old lady at the house who's been keeping the place good for well, since, I mean, whenever this, whenever they investigated. I'm guessing that's not now, but if it is, that's a hundred. But years. you could, I mean, mm. it could be like the his housekeeper's daughter for a hundred years. I no no like like his maid who like you a, keep it no, in the family. Yeah, yeah. keep it in the family. So he no wonder you got this one confused for your aunt. What, what can I say? All of us insect hybrids kind of look similar. Yeah. At, after point. Yeah. Are you allowed to say that even though it sounds kind of racist? Or you know what? Species? I'm allowed to say racist things about my own race. It's not racist. <laughs> Isn't it more species, though? Species. I, you know, it really depends. I mean, language is flexible. <laughs> uh, where were we, though? Oh, my turn. Last paragraph until the addendums. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Oh, it is. You're right. Investigation of the cottage revealed an underground vault containing over 3,000 artifacts. Ooh, that's a lot. Zoological yeah. and bi botanical specimens, a library containing over 5,000 items, and a functioning, if outdated, laboratory. 
all materials within the collection were removed and relocated by the foundation over the course of three weeks. How many of these do you think actually ended up as SCPs of themselves? Would that be? Oh that my be god! Uh, yeah, I imagine Don't the one that was making them the two make twins. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Go ahead. Why don't you get the addendum started? Uh, That's a lot. I I can. I I think I can handle it. I've got a big mouth. Addendum 01. A full listing of items recovered from SCP-1867's collection may be found in document 1867-VL. Items of particular note include 116 unknown species of plants, 107 unknown species of insects, 28 unknown species of lizards, 23 unknown species of fish, 14 unknown species of amphibians, 12 unknown species of mammals, Fossils pertaining to eight unknown species of dinosaurs. Called it. <laughs> Called it. Fossils pertaining to 12 unknown species of prehistoric mammals. Artifacts belonging to 29 unknown indigenous societies. How do you know, like, like this is, this part, may I just say, as a person who is really a stickler on details, how do you know for certain that they are differentiated on indigenous mm-hmm. societies if they're artifacts? Just a thought. Right. Are they alien enough then, or or surreal enough that they don't match any other known? Even still, like there there has to be like I mean, if you think about predated historical humans in the anthropological sense, which you know most living dead insectile hybrids tend to fascinate themselves with, you're gonna find that there's certain overall are branching things. So outside of them saying, well, this came from um, a material that was located in Antarctica, this came from Brazil, there's not a lot of way that you could differentiate the indigenous societies in a way that would be overarching. It's a little too highly specific. Mm-hmm. Although, what if the materials don't match up with known compositions in other places? Then the clearly, Abysme and his lovely Miss Paprika just planted some evidence, and we're in a whole lizard people rule the government situation. <laughs> we I are not see- lizard people. Some of you my say best that. are lizard people. <laughs> you know some lizard people, right? Oh, tons. Yeah, all right. But I will, I mean, well, we all know these are actually just artifacts from the Plateau of Lang, so it's probably. Probably. You know, probably. Mm-hmm. Would you like me to continue? Of yes. course. Yep. 35 handwritten journals containing recordings of events described by SCP-1867. The accounts are generally identical, save some slight variations and exaggerations on the part of SCP-1867 in retelling, and have been dated to the appropriate time period of the events described. Ooh. 20 kilograms of processed opium. Because <laughs> sometimes you just gotta get he lit. Tw- <laughs> the second opium that's a lot. Yeah. It's, that's no, that's, that's his uh, pr- uh, war prizes. It's it's a, you know, when sometimes you just got to do a little cocaine and opium and, and heroin opium. and just live your dreams. <laughs> I do not advocate the use of drugs. Collection of firearms of make and model not correlating with any known manufacturers, including three wide bore muskets marked as Dr. B.T. Moth's effective particle destabilizer. Dr. B.T. Moth was a kook. <laughs> My grandfather knew him. This sounds unforgivably steampunk. Yeah. <laughs> this is very steampunk. These items are non-functional. Says so right there. So very well could be. Just stick a gear on it. The only yeah. the only work is the steampunk universe. So he was only cosplaying as an explorer. Yeah. But I'm, really, he wasn't new to branch. With, with twenty kilos of opium and all of these unknown species. We we're not saying you can't be a drug lord and also <laughs> you can do both. It's steampunk. You guys seen this time. dog? This is an undocumented species. That's a Labrador, and you were high as a kite. <laughs> so he's like an underwater drug dealer. They're just yes. random pets and animals you find lying around with like 
stickers on the side saying unknown, <laughs> new. Would you kindly, would you kindly, under the sea. Do you guys want to get some opium? <laughs> under the sea. Uh, detailed globes of Mercury, Venus, Mars, and the Galilean moons accompanied by notes detailing possible paths of surface exploration. A heavily modified carriage containing instruments of unknown purpose. A note attached to the door reads, On the Fritz, speak with Henry, in handwriting matching that of the journals. Data expunged. Four agents were killed after activation before the object was destroyed. When questioned about the item, SCP-1867's response was, I, I, I did warn you to be careful around my collection. That bloody thing nearly took my head off back in working. 197 when I found it. Except for, don't use Brooklyn accent, rework that so it's British, because we need to <laughs> need to make sure that that I snail like that got that British. good British yeah. thing going on there. Future David, if you can change Future David, do, some, do some audio editing and just reinsert me, but not me, use Paprika, who's pretending to be a British person. Because <laughs> I'm Watch so good at that. Watch blown. <laughs> well, actually, I'm looking ahead. I really want to, I, I, I really oh. want to bust out, um, I really want to bust out my my uh, posh British accent here. Ooh, do, so it. do it. Do we it. do the addendum. Put do a fez. It. Who's going to be a doctor? Oh, yeah, there's Dr. Redacted. Sir, are you a doctor? Uh, sure. Are you a doctor, sir? <laughs> I could use a doctor. I'm missing all of my organs. Don't go back. <laughs> Two days. Damn. Dr. Blackbar. Dr. Blackbar. Paging Dr. Blackbar. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you, you can kick us off on this okay. addendum then. Okay. okay. The following interview is dated 845. Redacted. Redacted. 2012. Good morning, Redacted. Ah, good morning. Welcome to... Well, wonderful to see you. Come in, come in. Have yourself a seat. Now, if I remember correctly, the last time you were here, I was telling you about the time I was captured by the Ubula tribe on the Congo. Actually, I had some questions about your story. You see, no such tribe actually exists. Of course not. There weren't any of the Obula left in the village when the village was attacked by the Mokele Umbembe? Mokele Umbembe. Isn't that the monkey that died? <laughs> I'm trying my best here. I still regret not being able to bag that monster when I had the chance. It is a persistently elusive creature. 1867, we actually have no proof that what you're saying is not just an elaborate fiction. The artifacts and records we found in your vault could easily just be fake. <laughs> Nonsense. I would never fabricate any of my work. Why, it's against the very heart of being a naturalist. While I am repeatedly amazed by your institution here, you seem to be missing the explorer's spirit. When I scaled the Himalayas in search of the monks of the Golden Mountain, did I worry about the uh, what others had to say? What others had said about that? <laughs> Did I worry what others had said about them? Of course not. I went and found out for myself. You know you're a sea slug, right? Good heaven, boy. Have you been drinking? That's utterly ridiculous. If you can't be bothered to be sensible, I have no reason to speak with you. Go get yourself a nice cup of tea and sober up. Dicks good day, out. sir. <laughs> I said good wait, day. Wait, dicks out for Mukulele Mbembe. <laughs> also, I know what you were trying to do. Uh, it, it sounds familiar. Like something from like Paris Disneyland, some sort Shut of... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> something like Phantom Manor, perhaps. I, I do have to call into question. Does a sea slug shrivel with salt? I presume not. So what does shrivel a sea slug? Hmm. Too much opium. 
What if he, yeah, he, if, he he gave, if he gave Lord, Lord uh, Blackwood. Blackwood, Lord Blackwood opium. Why haven't they tried that? In the, they in should. The, in the, in the yeah. experiment just box. It, just put it into his, you know what, there's probably, there's, since there's a whole account of another separate story about Lord Blackwood I hope so. that exists, mm. there is, because oh, his username linked it to us. Okay. Um, but, uh, well, that's a story we'll save for another time. He's like Slurm from Futurama, the oh, party slug. Yeah. <laughs> I have an incredibly naive question here. Is sure. this story part of a larger narrative? Probably. A pseudo-larger no- narrative. You can think about the SCP Foundation as sort of like a fun anthology, but some of the Entries will reference other entries. So mm. why are we talking to a new branch? Then? We're not. We're not. We're reading a transcript of a conversation with a new well, branch. Well, shut up. Who believes he's a? Who Sometimes you just gotta find explorer. out information about a desperately British sea slug. <laughs> now here's the thing. More like delightfully British, eh? What? <laughs> Back then, everyone was drunk all the time because clean water was in short supply. So the fact that he's like, have you been drinking? The answer would have been yes. It's, everyone has. Hmm. So, but it is, it is a nice. Bully. Facimile. Clearly, the person who wrote that is not British because they used American spellings of word artifacts and other such things. But well, I mean, once it's, again, it's, it is a tra- shut up. <laughs> it is a transcript of written by uh, presumably an American. We don't know where the SCP Foundation. Well, actually, that's not true. Yes, Kayla and I do know where the foundation is, but we're not saying just to keep our lives intact. You know, a little they bit allowed there. me to keep my SCP with. The intention of saying, I had to promise that I wouldn't say where the place is. Yeah, we were allowed to. We were allowed to uh, reveal some bits, whatever information we can get, but only, but never where the foundation is located. Exactly. Yeah. Anyhow, but since people have been asking, uh, but I actually really like that entry. I think that's a lot. It's that's cool. fun. It was fun. fun. It was very, very charming, very fun. Someone wanted to do a British Explorer and just decided, well, maybe it's a sea slug. That's telepathic. Yep, yep. I have a feeling someone was kind of inspired by Charles Darwin a little bit. Mm-hmm. Darwin meets, um, uh, what's uh, that one radio play where everyone thought Mars was attacking? Oh, oh Orson oh, Welles? Yeah. Orson, like, yeah, yeah, meets Orson Welles, the whole, like, Interstellar exploration. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Very French. Fun. Very wine. Fun. French wine. Uh, French wine. Um, but yeah, no, that, that was fun. And, and uh, uh, the uh, credit to the arc, uh, the archiving uh, scientist, or archivist, I should just, the archivist for the foundation. Who you used that word it. yesterday. <laughs> it's a the good young word. archivist. <laughs> No, I just figure credit where credit is due. There will be there will be credits in the descriptions yes. of uh, for this episode. Uh, moving on, uh, one of our patrons, uh, Zero, uh, thank you, Zero, says, "Saw that you guys are still talking SCPs after I asked on the NES Godzilla post disaster stream." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I found, that's a deep cut. Yeah. I found this SCP a while back and immediately thought of how much you guys would enjoy it. Uh, there's a link provided here to SCP 503 Ark. And he writes, make sure that you use the link and don't search the regular SCP-503 as they're entirely separate pages since this one is archived. Thanks, guys, and love the show. It's an archived. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, I wonder why the uh, archive version was linked rather than the... Maybe, I don't know. It depends on, like, whether or not that was, like, post the fishmonger separating off. Who knows? I know that they're... There's there's some there's some dank drama involved. Anybody that's up on that, you can research it in your own time. But yeah, 
there's there's some there's some rifts amongst the SCP Foundation founding members. Oh no! I'm not surprised. Uh, so now they're like writing separate versions of it. It's hmm. there. There was different things that existed previously, but you know how they redact information. Maybe they just want the public's consciousness not to be aware of the truth. Or... You know, you'd, you'd think you'd have to have more stable people in, a, in an organization dedicated to protecting the world from, or sometimes protecting from the world. Well, a I mean, bunch they, of anomalous that, things. That, that's hilarious, David. If they would have chosen people that are actually mentally stable, they wouldn't have hired me. <laughs> Additionally, even if you start Fair. stable, you can't stay stable. Like, shit, they've got things that'll fucking like turn you to stone if you get three feet close to them, and you can't be saved, and or a teddy bear made out of ears. Looking. You like, have to like have a revolving door policy on every level of your institution, because mm-hmm. people will just get worn out. Oh, they do. They do. They have like basically an entire class of workers that are just used as test dummies, and they're like, ah, eh, we lost another one. Who needs Carl? So everyone's a red shirt? <laughs> yep. <laughs> When everyone's a red shirt, though, no one is. Don't a red shirt. Well, let's take a look at SCP-503 then. Again, thank you, Zero, for suggesting this one. Um, thank you, Zero. Thank you, Zero. 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 Oh, it's Zero. <laughs> <laughs> that's a deep SCP. That's a really deep right, cut. SCP cut. <laughs> um, so, uh, there's, a little, there's a little sort of addendum here at the very top. Um, huh. Uh, since we, since uh, Ben and I kind of went back and forth in the last one, do you want to you want to start us off, uh, Paprika? Okay. All right. Well, first, I imagine this 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 post is about pasta. Yeah, there's a picture. Have an image of spaghetti. So knees <laughs> weak, arms are heavy. So now we're going to talk about um, possessed pasta. Maybe it's probably like an 18th century Victorian lady. <laughs> <laughs> lady, her Black name's Miss, yeah. Miss Primavera. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, this page was marked for deletion. However, because pr- certain pages on the site depend on no- the knowledge of this article, usually tales or supplements, it has been retained. This following story makes references to this page, and it has a link. For more information on uh, archived SCPs, please check, out, please check out the frequently asked questions, blah, 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 blah. You didn't have to read that last part. Doesn't matter. Okay. This is item number... SCP-503, object class safe, upgrade to Keter under consideration. So Keter means uh, dangerous. Hmm. So uh, Keter is like the ultimate, it's like the ultimate dangerous, right? Yeah, you've got, you've got safe, which is things that aren't ultimately harmful from their outset. Um, Euclid, which are unpredictable, but if contained correctly, are not dangerous. And Keter are things that are dangerous regardless and must be kept from the public at all costs for um, safety to the world's well-being. So this one's so They're like world-ending, depending. Mm. So this, this is this like, it skips the middle one, then. Yeah. It's basically, safe until it's cataclysmic. Yeah, basically it's got two things. <laughs> fine and way the fuck not fine. Okay. Just uh, like angel hair pasta. <laughs> Special containment procedures. SCP-503 is to be kept within the secure storage site a locker in site redacted gallery or galley. Access to SCP-503 is restricted to galley staff only, and the locker is equipped with a time lock that will only open five minutes before official meal times. Any abuse of SCP-503 or containment breaches will be met with increased security measures and possibly even indefinite lockdown. Hmm. Okay. This is some strange pasta. <laughs> Would you dare say it's creepy? No, not, yet. Dun, dun, dun. not yet. Not yet. It's super creepy. <laughs> Soup SCP. Super, super creepy, creepy pasta. <laughs> yep. 
In order to prevent any further accidents with the use of SCP-503, warning labels have been posted in the galley and notes on its proper use has been officially added to the site training regimen. Sensors planted in SCP-503's holding area will trigger an alarm should SCP-503 exceed capacity, and the holding area itself must be under 24-hour surveillance at all times. Wow. Some extreme containment measures yeah. for something that is object class Where safe. Where is this? Wait, where'd you read that? It's it's in there. It's right yeah. under the picture. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'll finish the other two sentences. It'll short. Currently, there is no practical way to respond to SCP-503 should containment be lost in a catastrophic fashion. The most effective way of dealing with it for now is through exhaustive prevention measures. Ooh. All right. Alrighty then. So, description. SCP-503 appears to be an ancient iron cooking pot with a volume of roughly 20 liters. However, unlike pasta pots, SCP... <laughs> <laughs> Unlike normal pasta pots, SCP-503 has the ability to infinitely generate pasta that is cooked and ready for consumption. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. Just like this entire site. Oh, the, yeah. meta, the meta. How exactly this works is currently unknown, but Foundation researchers have managed to determine how to activate and deactivate SCP-503. There are varying numbers number of specific phrases that must be ver- verbally recited in order to both activate and deactivate SCP-503, along with, hold on, 57 unique activation codes that are known. The deactivation code is exactly the same as the activation code, except- I think you, I think you skipped a, a line. Wait, no, 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 no. Oh, no, Oh, oh, wait, 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 sorry. Along with yeah, yeah. multiple variations. Along yeah. with multiple variations. Yeah, I did. Okay. It, it's such a long paragraph. I, yeah. Uh, uh, each variation corresponds to a certain type of Italian pasta, and there are s- <laughs> currently 57 unique... All right, fettuccine. <laughs> 57 unique activation codes that are known. The deactivation code is exactly the same as the activation code, except that it requires data expunged. Great. Good. It is absolutely vital that data expunge be performed. A comprehensive list of the activation codes can be found in the lab report 503A. They should have left that in. Nah, I'd like, that's I useful. Want, I want to yeah, know what kind like of pasta I can make. Part. Yeah. It should be noted that the verbal commands can only be issued when the speaker is near SCP-503. Sound recordings have no effect. Huh. So you can't. Sure. So you can never use it in a drive-thru. So could I have any type of pasta then? Like <laughs> Any but, Italian pasta. Yeah, but, yeah. Could one I, of but 57 does unique types sauce? of pasta. I don't think so. Just says pasta. Damn it. That costs extra. Yeah. When activated, SCP-503 will slowly begin to fill with cooked pasta. There is no requirement for anything to be put into the pot beforehand, as the pasta will merely spontaneously materialize. If left unchecked, SCP-503 will fill itself to capacity in under a minute, and will continue to produce pasta until deactivated. Examination of all pasta SCP-503 creates has shown that is completely identical to normal pasta in every way. And it's perfectly suitable for human consumption. So why is it dangerous? So, like, because, because if you don't turn the fucker off, you get pasta to fill the world. <laughs> then you're just yeah. dead in pasta. And you're just cloudy with a chance. It's impossible. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Though little is known about the exact nature of SCP-503, agents have managed to track down its history with surprising ease. Standard testing has shown that SCP-503 in several, is central, several centuries old, and that records of its ownership can be traced back just as far. SCP-503, unsurprisingly, first surfaced in Italy around the year redacted, and we passed through a long line of owners. 
since the majority of its owners tended to be nuns in secret convents or people referred to roughly as witches. It appears that SCP... Can I be part of the Posta cult? Does anybody yeah. want to go join what the Posta cult? What is required to join the Posta cult? <laughs> hey, if I get free pasta out of this Posta cult, how oh, can no, you say no? Seriously. Just, just bring your butter bibs. <laughs> Uh, it appears that SCP-503's ability was not common knowledge. The Foundation obtained SCP-503 after the death of its most recent owner, redacted, redacted, because of the numerous rumors sur- surrounding her, the Foundation has inserted a deep cover agent posing as redacted, redacted's attorney. All of her personal effects were quickly confiscated and replaced with duplicates. Though the examination process is still ongoing, SCP-503 was the first item First of the items definitely proven to be an SCP. Oh. They, they found it because her house just was pouring pasta out of the windows. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Spaghetti <laughs> coming out of her pockets constantly. Knees weak. Arms are hurt. <laughs> Mom, spaghetti. There's pasta in his yep. house already. <laughs> <laughs> Palms are sweaty. All right. Uh, lab report 503A. Data expunged. See discipline, disciplinary report 1145. Ooh, someone Lab report 503B. We've tried to create our own activation codes in order to see how far we can take SCP-503's posture production capability. Won't we started a business. Factory yet. <laughs> we managed to create activation codes for a penne, orzo, bu- bucatini, three other types of pasta we previously were unable to create However, when we decided to input activation code Delta-26, SCP-503 instead produced data expunged. It it produced just nothing, which caused several casualties and forced a containment breach alert. Further experimentation... Was it Jeff the Killer? Did they produce (laughs) Jeff the Killer pasta? Oh, no. Further experimentation has been put on indefinite hold. Dr. Blank. I like the fact that they won't say the activation codes for other stuff, but let's say the activation code for what will create this shitty, terrible thing that causes... Yep. (laughs) Like a containment breach. What about elbow noodles, man? That's good. Mm. Elbow macaroni, man. We don't know if they're part of the original 57, though. Mm. Notes for the n- notes for the last time. Remember to data expunge when you're finished with SCP-503. We've already had at least six accidents so far. Doctor Redacted. Doctor Redacted. Paging Doctor Redacted. <laughs> okay, I know that somebody is purposefully abusing SCP-503 as some sort of sick prank. There's a new standing rule for any would-be troublemakers. You make it, you eat it. <laughs> I know SCP-503 is saving us a fortune in food costs, but seriously, can we actually have a menu that doesn't have pasta in it? No. I'm already starting to get sick of the stuff. Dr. Redacted. There, there's two food items that the SCP Foundation produces indefinitely. Pasta and potatoes. So, uh, well, that's a lot of carbs. That's, yeah. yeah. Is everyone in SCP, like... Struggling with weight issues? I don't know. They all gotta, like, do cardio constantly. Art. (laughs) Excerpt of Incident Report 5632. Due to failure to properly deactivate SCP-503, the pot began to produce more pasta completely unsupervised. By the time the site staff were aware of the error, 
it was too late. The entire galley facility had been completely filled with pasta, and site staff were unable to get close enough to SCP-503 to administer the deactivation code. As a result, a full containment breach alarm was issued, and evacuation protocols were set in place. They need to create a pasta suit so they can go in and contain it. It's impossible! The pun physically hurts. Oh, I'm getting saucy. By the time SCP-503 was deactivated... I just clicked! Oh, God. Uh-oh. 60% of the site redacted was filled with pasta. The cleanup and repair efforts took nearly 18 months to restore the site to full capacity. The incident is officially listed as simple human error, but there is currently an investigation into the possibility that this may not have been an accident at all. Um, Conspiracy theory. The pasta. Okay, who's the asshole trying to make way too much pasta? Because really, we get it. You you never know. (laughs) Too many cooks? Maybe it was someone with like... The gluten allergy disease. <laughs> you know, like, they have, they no, need I to have a pasta no release, <laughs> release valve. Brown in what you love. <laughs> okay, dysmalaria report 1145. Due to numerous incidences and pranks caused through the abuse of SCP-503, it, its use is now restricted to specifically chosen galley staff. All staff in sight redacted are to submit to a compulsory lie detector test. <laughs> <laughs> Any and all unauthorized personnel with knowledge of SCP-503's activation codes are to be administered with a select anesthetic to er, amnesia. amnesiac to er, erase their knowledge of the codes. Huh. Which I'm sure is another SCP they can use. Oh, sure. Hmm. Administrative note. Due to the destructive potential of SCP-503, as well as the results of Lab Report 503-B, upgrade of SCP-503 status from safe to keter is currently under consideration. Ooh. Well, I mean, I guess that might be something to look into. Oh, shit. Uh, Should we look at the retrieval log? I don't think, if I recall looking at it earlier, it wasn't very long. Uh, Let's check. Uh, see retrieval log db slash 503b for critical additional information. Let's take a look. It's a discussion about It's dialogue. Yeah, but you guys will have fun with this. Yeah, that's true. It's actually, it's not that bad. All right, so what are our characters? All right, we got... Looks like we got... I'm up next. We got... Oh, looks like there's a fair... There's actually... Oh, 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 and, oh, this is going to oh. take a while. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we save this for another yeah. time? Yeah. <laughs> the following is an audio log recorded during the execution of Operation Al Dente. <laughs> That's amazing. I like how they say the location is a player club. <laughs> what? What? Oh, man. What okay. player club is not complete without Ass a self-filling possible. We got pasta for days, am I right? <laughs> well, you know, knowing, knowing the, knowing the, other, <laughs> knowing the other podcast I do, maybe this could be a fun little, uh, this could be a fun little thing to actually put together. Just imagine oh. someone animating this nonsense. Oh my god. Oh, you mean, are you talking about MM? Yeah. Oh, that'd be as awesome. A, as a literal midnight snack. Oh god, we yes. Could, we, could, could, we could reconstruct from the transcript, the transcript and audio, audio file, it's a, recre- a dramatic recreation. That would be really fun. There's just too much pasta. Whoa. I can't possibly hold on to all this. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> if anyone asks me how I got this fat, 
It's because of all the pasta. You want to know how I got this pasta? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am sick of these motherfucking pasta bits on this motherfucking plane. <sighs> Alright, so this last one, uh, this was a request from, from Lex. Lex Reckless here. Uh, what is this? Why did you want us to retrieve this one? Um, I like dank memes, and this is and, definitely uh, one of those SCPs where, I mean, on one hand, externally... It would be hilarious if you saw someone freaking out this much. Internally, can you imagine if every single meal prepared for you that contained a protein killed from an animal was actually Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> Wait, what? Spoilers. Yeah, it's a uh, just, just, just visualize for a second. It's a good time. It's a good time. Uh, let's kick. Let's let's get right into this, shall we? <clears throat> right. SCP twelve forty seven. Object class safe. Special containment procedures. In the event of a containment breach, SCP-1247 is to be treated as a physical, nor- a physically normal, untrained human hostile. Personnel are warned that SCP-1247 is psychologically unstable and cannot distinguish between organisms. U- <laughs> use of lethal force to detain SCP-1247 is not authorized. SCP-1247 is to be contained in a standard humanoid containment cell. Standard humanoid SCP containment procedures apply. The cell must be proofed against penetration by vermin and insects. No personnel may make physical contact with SCP-1247 unless they fit the following physical specifications. Anatomically male. Height within 5 centimeters of 176 centimeters. Weight within 10 kilograms of 74 kilograms. Anatomically standard number and positioning of limbs, digits, and appendages, ears, nose, etc. I'm sorry, what, are we in England? What the hell is this shit? They, they do everything in metric. They do, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Dirty foreigners. <laughs> Why must they be only within five centimeters or 176 you'll, you'll centimeters? You'll get there, you'll something. get there. Okay. I promise, this this little adventure we're going on on this intergalactic because ride filled with boxes and lack of organs will end <laughs> with a culmination of you, you know it. You, it's because whatever it is is a bro and they can only speak with other bros. That's what it is. <laughs> they, they're in a dude sorority. Yeah. <laughs> they're in a sorority. <laughs> False. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till my sorority bros hear about this. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Alpha Sigma Sigma? <laughs> exactly. <coughs> oh, God. Sorry. Full specifications must be verified before physical contact with SCP-1247 can be authorized. Specifications may be waived during relevant testing. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Oh, it's fantastic. SCP-1247 is currently undergoing a process of psychological rehabilitation. To assist in this process, all personnel entering its quarters must wear face-obscuring masks and must not wear any clothing items or accessories made of <laughs> or incorporating leather. Oh, it's Here we go. It's vegan. Here we go. SCP-1247 is required to attend bi-weekly therapy sessions with Dr. Zhang from 3 p.m. on Tuesdays and Fridays. Session lengths do not exceed an hour, but reasonable expectations may be made at the discretion of Dr. Zhang. Dr. Zhang is required to wear a mask and must maintain a distance of one meter from SCP-1247 for the duration of all sessions. Dr. Zhang has emphasized that the comfort and safety of SCP-1247 is paramount. An armed security agent must be present in the room for the duration of all sessions. To ensure psychological stability of SCP-1247, meals provided (laughs) must not contain meat. 
Uh, SCP-1247 has requested that no mirrors be brought into its cell. <laughs> oh, this is oh, boy. this is surprisingly dark from what you said mm. from earlier. I'm getting Uh-oh. like a Hannibal Lecter vibe, kind of. <laughs> just approaching the cell and all the levels of mm. shit you have to go through. Or Try and keep reading. Actual cannibal. Yeah, you can have this yep. if you want. <laughs> okay. Description. SCP-1247 is a 37-year-old... Human male, formerly blank blank of blank blank blank, United States of America. Oh, I've been there. 1247 yeah. is biologically normal on almost all accounts. However, testing has revealed some atypical brain activity. Significantly, radiology has revealed the absence of substantial areas of the cerebrum, which appear to have been displaced by the presence of foreign biological matter from an unidentified living organism. This organism has been tentatively classified as a variety of fungus and bears super, superficial resemblance to mushroom cordyceps hmm. of the genus Morchella, but has yet to be conclusively matched to any recognized terrestrial species. There are currently no plans to remove this organism from SCP-1247. Should I do both since the one paragraph is only a sentence? Are we going back to David, though? Oh, no, no. Uh, sorry, should you do both paragraphs since they're only one, the first one? Do it. Sure. Now, before we do that, I wonder why there's no plans to remove the organism from... Because SCP it benefits the organization in some way. Or it would be mm. lethal to attempt to remove them. That's my assumption, but it's where they wouldn't just say that. Mm. Well, no. um, I mean, in my understanding, which well, is limited to brain, brain tissue, yeah, it's yeah. like once brain damage has officially been wrought, like, there's not really anything you can do to revert it back to not True. fucked up. True. So, I mean, at this point, he's already got this fungus that fucked him up. And if he's not getting more fucked up, might as well study it to make sure it's not something contagious. Right. And if there's any thing you can gain from the thing, like, you know. Okay. All right. I, I don't know what you gain. Hmm. SCP-1247 exhibits three anomalous effects. The primary anomalous effect exhibited by 1247 is psychological and is observable only to 1247 itself. When 1247 is able to observe a live animal, dead animal, or part of an animal, it perceives that animal as American film and television actor Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) God bless this. This perceptual effect extends to all of SCP-1247 senses. Regardless of the actual size or shape of the animal, SCP-1247 perceives a life-size instance of Shia LaBeouf. So the humans are all Shia LaBeouf? How does he... All that... humans are Shia LaBeouf. All steaks are Shia LaBeouf. Oh, all uh, leather are Shia shoes LaBeouf. are Shia LaBeouf. Oh, that's why he can't wear leather or eat anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Wait, but like... Um, why do they gotta be Shia LaBeouf shape in order to look like Shia LaBeouf? Why can't Maybe they just it be just upsets women Maybe. who also look like Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, well, they would I always mean, look like Shia LaBeouf to them. You, you never know. It could just be easier for the you, you'll you'll see what the the SCP reaction of this guy has on him. Mm. But how how could they? How could he like be able to you know wrap his head around seeing multiple people in the room at once? You can't. That's, that's why you're only allowed to have okay. one in at a time. But with there's a face also mask. the. Uh, um, there has to be armed security guards in the room for Dr. Zhang. But they don't have to be within sight of the SCP. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, this next paragraph. Oh my gosh. Live your dreams. Mm. Go. Oh, Chris. You got this. Me. Testing has determined. Stop outing me on the internet. God. 
Testing has determined that the body position and movements of Shale Buff instances mirror the actual position and movements of the animal as closely as possible without requiring a restructuring. Oh, just turned off. Uh, of Shia LaBeouf's actual anatomy. For example, <laughs> an ant perceived by SCP-1247 would take the apparent form of Shia LaBeouf scuttling in an ant-like way, <laughs> but would be limited in its accuracy by Shia LaBeouf's lack of a thorax, third pair of legs, and other anatomical features possessed by a true ant. Despite this imperfect, mi- this imperfect mimicry, SCP-1247 claims that Shia LaBeouf instances can perform the same physical feats as the animals they replace, even when this would be physically impossible for the actual Shia LaBeouf. For example, a horse perceived by SCP-1247 took the apparent form of Shia LaBeouf galloping on all fours at the speed of the actual horse, while a bird perceived by SCP-1247 took the apparent form of Shia LaBeouf flying through the air by flapping his arms. (laughs) So, what I'm curious, they said, okay... It says, uh, perceives a life-size instance of Shia LaBeouf. Does that mean that even It's the same dimensions. Insect, yeah, yep. Mm. <clears throat> now appears as a fully yep. life-size. So <laughs> yep. a whole oh. army of ants is, is yep. a tiny army of ants crawling across yep. the floor. You see, like, thousands of Shia. Stacked on top of each other, yep. just like Minecraft when you have too many cakes. Oh, my That's God. That's horrifying. Oh. Yep. This is actually legitimately my, my, horrifying. My question is... Jeez. Was he born this way? Did this come about? And how does he know it's Shia it's, LaBeouf? He wasn't We're born that way. Out. It definitely, yeah. yeah. Okay, keep, we gotta Ooh. keep going. I think it's your turn. Oh, yeah. Ooh, if SCP-1247 observes an animal that would typically lack the anatomical features of Shia LaBeouf, it perceives a normal Shia LaBeouf instance regardless. For example, a worm perceived by SCP-1247 took the apparent form of Shia LaBeouf lying on the ground with his arms and legs present, but seemingly paralyzed. <laughs> God. See, similarly, if SCP-1247 observes a live or dead animal that is missing anatomical feature or observes part of an animal, it perceives a full and anatomically complete Shia LaBeouf instance. For example, a cooked chicken wing preser- perceived by SCP-1247 took the apparent form of Shia LaBeouf with one arm bent into the shape approximating that of a cooked chicken wing. The instance of Shia LaBeouf, perceived by SCP-1247 in this test, was dead, like the chicken wing, but was whole and uncooked. <laughs> what? So the arm was cooked, but the rest of him wasn't. And it's, ne- it's never, and it's never just, it's never just No, no, of she just no, no, always, no. everything, everything is Shia LaBeouf. Is the entirety of Shia. Yeah. What? Jeez. What is this? Do, do the instances talk to him? Oh, they're, <laughs> if, they, if they're able to talk, otherwise it'd be Shia LaBeouf barking. <laughs> oh, God. It's a visual hallucinogen. Oh, oh no. Oh, it's me. Hello. Yeah. 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 Mm. <laughs> um, testing was determined that instances of Shia LaBeouf perceived by SCP-1247 reliably match the current physical condition and appearance of the actual Shia LaBeouf. However, when SCP-1247 views parts of animals or dead animals, perceived instances lack the presence of life despite the continued life of the actual Shia LaBeouf. What happens when Shia dies in real life? Let's, I mean, like, do you want to call Shia LaBeouf and find out? You might know. <laughs> what would happen if they put the real Shia LaBeouf in front of this guy? Maybe it looks just like the guy himself. Whoa. It's like a reflection. It, oh, oh, that shit. would be weird. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. So, How's the fidget sinner working out for you? I am. Are you a fidget sinner? Uh, 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 all I all I see is that I'm spinning around uh, Shia LaBeouf. Right 
Oh, it's contagious. You perceive all inorganic matter as shy of <laughs> Oh, God, oh, wouldn't wow. that be frightening? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Everyone in your shower head is shallow as it spits water at you. <laughs> Wait, the, it's like a Gmod when you replace a texture on a wall with, uh, like, Shia face. How would you drive your car? Yeah. <laughs> How would you put on clothes? Yeah. How would you sleep at night? <laughs> I am riding Shia LaBeouf uh, to The work. doorknob is Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Uh, Do it! The computer. <laughs> Make it. your dreams come true. <laughs> the keyboard. House. <laughs> I, be- I believe oh, you're no. up next. Ben. Yep. So the second anomalous effect exhibited by SCP-1247 is physical and may be observed by others. When SCP-1247 interacts physically with a live animal, dead animal, or part of an animal, it interacts with that animal as if it were Shia LaBeouf. This anomalous effect impacts on size, weight, and anatomy of the animal as it is interacted with by SCP-1247. For example, in one test, SCP-1247 was asked to drag a Shia LaBeouf instance by its arm. Unbeknownst to SCP-1247, the Shia LaBeouf instance was actually a worm. (laughs) Although the worm possessed no arms, SCP-1247 was seemingly able to grab hold of it and accomplished the task with some difficulty. The test was repeated, and the worm test subject replaced first by a human, then a cow, and then a chicken fillet. All tests had the same same result. SCP-1247 reported that the weight of all four test subjects was identical. Weighing later showed that this was not the case. (laughs) All four test subjects had weight appropriate to their true forms, even whilst held by SCP-1247. In the later test, SCP-1247 was asked to sever an arm from an instance of Shia LaBeouf. Oh my god. (laughs) This this Shia LaBeouf instance was also a worm, and had no arm or arm equivalent. Regardless, SCP-1247 reported the successful severing of the arm. SCP-1247 was asked to describe the perceived arm, but reported neither arm nor one arm Shia LaBeouf, but rather two whole dead Shia LaBeoufs, <laughs> one of which oh then God. disappeared. Oh my wow. God. So as soon as the arm, it immediately you grows mean, into a full-grown Shia LaBeouf, and then yeah. one pops away. And one dies. I didn't know Shia LaBeouf reproduced by uh, my testes. Yep. Oh my God. Actual Little known fact. Shia LaBeouf. Did you know? Yeah. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Oh, uh, we spinning our way to destiny. Mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah. Uh, that's right. I'm on. I'm on the show. The <laughs> hang in there, kid. The exception to both of these anomalous effects involves a live animal, dead animal, or a part of an animal that is located inside of SCP-1247. I'm uncomfortable now. When this occurs, the animal is perceived as it would be by a normal human and physically interacted with as such. So, like, if it ate something... Is that what they're saying? So, if, inside? If, if Shia LaBeouf was a cooked chicken, or and if, then he ate, or what he perceives to be Shia LaBeouf, and he ate it, he would be like, oh, I'm eating chicken now. Hmm. Is that what they're saying? That's what I think. So, we, we put a cooked yeah. chicken in front of him. He thinks it's Shia LaBeouf. He eats part of it, and then says, oh, that's good chicken. You think that would kind of like... So, yeah, it's once it is no longer in the visual range of sight, it is digested like normal animal, it tastes like what it was supposed to taste like, the texture is all normal, 
But then you have to visually remember that you have to get over the idea of taking a chunk with your teeth out of Shia LaBeouf's arm to be able to digest a chicken wing. But what, like, if he was blindfolded, mm. could he, like... He would still feel Shia LaBeouf if he was touching it. He would oh. still feel a human arm because every other part of his interaction, until it is internal, is that this is mm. a person... It's probably Shia LaBeouf. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why doesn't he just keep his eyes closed and have somebody to feed him chicken? Probably has to. Yeah. But it would probably feel like someone's sticking, like, a finger in your mouth Hmm. until, like, you close your teeth and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, Oh, that's not a finger. But would you want to bite through a finger? So 1247 is aware that they have a mental problem. I don't know. They're working on it. So. They're I'm working on it. So. I assume we're I think get... after enough eating of Shia LaBeouf, you realize, oh, that's Well, he's great. vegetarian this now. This he's... is whatever. But, but yeah. then he meets it... the real Shia LaBeouf. I'm telling you, if he meets the real one, it probably cures the whole bananas. So bizarre. The real bananas. Shia LaBeouf looks still like trying to my head yeah, no. or something. We're, we're all, all of our brains are like, what is happening in the story? <laughs> if if you're just Shia? a poor NPC in the middle of a Skyrim mod. Yeah. Look, I know Shia told him to just do it, but maybe not. Maybe he shouldn't have him. Can you imagine? Like, like, What if he was like very straight and against homosexuality and the only chance he has for real love is now Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. <laughs> I can see more guy like an Oculus Rift game. <laughs> oh my. Oh. Oh. oh no. 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 Oh, no. steak Shia the world according to Shia. <laughs> um, Being Shia. Shia oh, God. Uh, neither SCP-1247's primary nor secondary anomalous effects extend to photographs, recordings... Wait. Huh? Oh, it doesn't extend that far? No, so basically, if it's non-biological, as in it's not a physical biological thing there... It won't be Shia LaBeouf. Oh, interesting. So, so if they look at a like picture, yeah, they can see other humans. Okay, so uh, photographs, recordings, live video, or other non-physical, <laughs> non-biological forms or depictions of animals. However, huh. SCP-1247's primary anomalous effect does extend to any animals observed in a reflection or through a lens. Neither SCP-1247's primary nor secondary effects extend to animal byproducts or to organisms that are not part of the kingdom Animalia. SCP-1247's anomalous effects have not yet been tested on a cellular level. Oh, God. So if he looks at a pile of poop, it's still a pile of poop. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a pile of Shia's. So, but it it, it can't be... Shia, you reek. However, if it it looks at a person in the mirror, it's still going to look like Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Mm. Okay. But if you were to wear like reflection. an Oculus Rift that had a video camera facing outward, he'd be fine. Oh. No, it says through a lens. Yeah. No, but it's a video screen. If it, I guess, if it's a projection, then you're fine. Yeah. yeah. If you're feeding like, if there's a camera over here and it's feeding information to the Oculus Lift, Rift. Oculus Lift. You even. You even Oculus Lift. Can you even Oculus Lift, bro? Interact with him through a video screen, and they could show that it's actually you. Like, hello. Right. Test subject. Yeah. It's me, not actually Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> then the what story. if you stood in front of a green screen this and is... went, do it, just do it. But the amount of it. questions yeah. this is posing is making my brain hurt. Oh my gosh. I, I think we figured yeah. it out. We figured oh. out the riddle. Just put, put an Keep. Oculus Rift on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think that's And a little crow right above it. Okay, yeah. so who's. I believe it's, I believe it's you, it, Bismi. It, it, it's me. It's me. Yeah. Just Monica. Just, just Monica. Monica. Uh, the exception? Is that what I'm on? Yeah. Uh, the tertiary effect. The tertiary effect. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, the tertiary effect exhibited by SCP-1247 is psychological and is observable only to SCP-1247 itself. SCP-1247 is incapable of viewing specimens of any species or moral mushroom genus Morcella. 
This effect extends to live, partial, and dead specimens of moral mushroom, as well as non-physical, non-biological representations of moral mushrooms, where it can be reasonably identified as such. This effect does not extend to textual descriptions of moral mushrooms. This effect does not extend to any of SCP-1247's other senses. There is no corresponding physical effect. So that is a very weird outline. So yeah. Yeah. They can't show much. He can't see mushrooms. Yeah. Only, only that specific strain, it's the type that's in his head. Yeah. yeah. So, verbal is fine, okay. but you can't see pictures, drawings, sketches, uh, actual mushrooms, whether or not it's in like a pasta. Uh -huh. It's visually not apparent. So, this, this story really, I think, Paprika hit on it. It feels like a kind of an extrapolation of what cutoceps would be if they had gotten to your brain, into a human brain. Because mm -hmm. they do take over animal brains, but they typically can't penetrate much more than like human skin. Mm. Um, I think that's awesome. It's definitely that dank meme that Lex loves so much, but um, <laughs> it's, it's a great idea so far. Yeah. Of, like, well, oh, what yeah. random, almost unverifiable effect would this horrific fungus have on the human brain? Oh, God. Mm. I just, something as complicated as the human brain. I just saw the film Holes getting referenced in the next. Oh, period. God. Oh, no, yes. Yes. So yes, we need to keep going. <laughs> no. no. Oh. For more in depth study of SCPs 1247s three an, uh, anonymous effects personnel may refer, refer to a, a, experiment logged SCP-1247 let's not this yeah, is already we still got more to yeah. go. okay but we the, can save that for yeah. the time. manner in which SCP-1247 is able to exhibit these anonymous effects is unknown according to SCP-1247 none of these effects were manifest before the year 2000 and blank blank in the April of that year SCP-1247 purchased and viewed a videotape recording of the film Holes, starring Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> wow. Approximately 30 minutes into viewing the movie, SCP-1247 was struck by a violent pain in front of his head. What? And blacked out for a period of time it estimates to be less than 10 seconds. Upon awakening, SCP-1247 resumed watching the film and then went to sleep. At this stage, no... Uh, and anomalous effects had been observed. The next day, SCP-1247 exited his its home and observed what perceived to be Shia LaBeouf naked and digging through its garbage. <laughs> oh my god. No. Raccoons. So wait, does that mean that he perceives him to be the same age as he was in Holes? Oh, that's even oh, weird. Oh my god. He currently was so so long yeah. as if holes was not from that current time period like let's say he was like you know what i've never fucking watched this movie this is from you know 2001 i want to watch it now and it's you know 2007 or whatever he's fine he's seeing 2007 child above so he sees him whatever most updated version he, he sees current off. like incongruous like timeline well, we don't above. know because even if he hasn't watched Shia LaBeouf. Based, right. on, based on its reported behavior researchers have have determined that the supposed child above was most likely a raccoon. This incident marks the first exhibition of SCP-1247's primary anomalous effect. Although that'd be fucking frightening. Like, you might be like, what the fuck? Following this incident, SCP-1247 alerted police to what it believed to be the actual Shia LaBeouf behaving under the influence of narcotics. Again. 
like you do. SCP-1247 <laughs> then took shelter within its home. When police arrived, SCP-1247 exited the house, only to discover that both of the officers present were Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> SCP-1247's recount of the following activities is confused due to the trauma endured by SCP-1247 and SCP-1247's obvious perceptual disability. Researchers have determined that the most likely sequence of events is that SCP-1247 fled the officers, encountering a flock of pigeons on the way to its car, and attempted to drive away. The presence of an insect, believed to be a blowfly, in SCP-1247's vehicle led to a panic attack and a subsequent crash. SCP-1247 attempted to physically assault the blowfly. This incident marks the first exhibition of SCP-1247's secondary anomalous effect. Poor oh bastard. Mm, Jesus yeah. Christ. This yeah. is actually... This is Gigantic Shia LaBeouf just flying around in your car, yeah. smacking into windows. This is both hilarious and really existentially <laughs> horrifying. This is terrible. This, this feels like a Wham City... Thing yeah, if we can convince Shia LaBeouf to reenact this. <gasps> oh my god! He's insane enough that he probably yeah. would. Oh it, it wouldn't yeah. take much. Here's someone, a ham sandwich. Yeah. Someone please send this to Shia and see what happens. He probably make sure, but make sure it's actually Shia <laughs> and not. Yeah. So, make sure it's actually Shia though and not your dog. Yeah. Don't just give just it to the nearest him. animal you see saying that you're Shia. Okay. Following this altercation, SCP-1247 fled the car and later the town of redacted itself. SCP-1247 took up residence in an abandoned cabin in the forest of redacted. At this stage, SCP-1247 believed that the instances of Shia LaBeouf were some sort of demonic beings. (laughs) SCP-1247 remained in the cabin for redacted years, subsiding from water gathering through the rainwater tank. Subsisting. Subsisting. Through the rainwater tank and by eating grasses, berries, occasional <laughs> scavenged food, and the flesh of Shia LaBeouf instances in the, it hunted in the forest. Oh my gosh, this wow. is the actual oh cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Oh. Attempts by SCP-1247 to cook, to cut, cook, and otherwise prepare its meat resulted in the same per- perceived outcome. Whole uncooked instances of Shia LaBeouf. For this reason, SCP-1247 took to biting chunks out of the Shia LaBeouf instances. The true nature of SCP-1247's meals were revealed to it once, only once the bite had been taken. It is believed that the uncertainty combined with the psychological trauma of having to frequently devour what appeared to be human bodies, as well as the constant trauma of being surrounded by supposedly demonic <laughs> Shia LaBeoufs, led to the eventual psychological breakdown. Damn. Damn. This is way too clever someone, for someone went, yeah. someone went, got, Someone was listening to the actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf and thought of this. Yeah, went, hey, wait a minute. Was, <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. SCP-1247 was recovered from its cabin outside its cabin outside of blank blank following a police investigation of a re- recent homicide and cannibalism case <laughs> not to be related to the spate of human sla- an- of animal slayings and mutilations around the area after being taken into police custody SCP-1247 attempted to explain its primary anomalous effect although police dismissed this effect as simple hallucination it caught the attention of embedded foundation personnel Foundation Agent Blank was dispatched to investigate further and took SCP-1247 into Foundation custody after witnessing a display of its secondary anomalous effect. Mm. 
SCP-1247's copy of Holes has been recovered. Testing has determined that no anomalous effects. SCP-1247 has expressed disinterest in a special <laughs> healing. <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing. That's a really good last line. Yep. Is, there's so much more you could explore here, though. Like, I want to see the Foundation actually see what happens if he's confronted with the real Shia LaBeouf. Mm. What would happen if you actually went and got Shia and put him in front of... It would look like a chicken... I really would. Yes. I just, I feel like it would be something just bananakers, like he'd finally see himself after years. Because mm. again, every Maybe. reflection Shia LaBeouf, including his own, which is why yeah. he's not allowed in mirrors. What if he sees, what if he sees a giant walking fungus? Oh, that would oh be, oh my that would god. Be cool. oh, yeah. Just man. a giant mushroom. Yeah. yeah. He's the lizard person. Yep. Well, I mean, you, I, I assume you guys know the difference between lizard people and mushroom people, right? Like, you've encountered enough mushroom, of those. Mushrooms. Mm, mushroom people are dicks. Never visit I mean, the mushroom. They're kingdom. shaped like dicks, the but okay, sorry, <laughs> I didn't realize it was a such a push button issue there. Yeah. We don't want to get into politics it's, it's on the show. It's a moral issue. So. Okay. I, I, I heard that. And I don't approve. <laughs> I dug all of these SCPs. Yeah, these were all very good. Yeah. You dug them. I dug them. Oh. Like you dug holes. Nah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> dig it up. I'll dig it. Oh. oh my gosh. Hey, future David, can you? <laughs> Yes! Can you have the beginning of this episode? It doesn't have to be mixed with Clarissa Explains It All, but can it be the song from Holes? The, the Thank rap. you, Future David. The rap of Dig It Up. And dig It Up. Um, oh, oh, um, dig dig it. it. And then and then match that up you with got to go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> lose, lose yourself in the holes. <laughs> hey, have you rewatched that movie? It's surprisingly good. It, it is. Really is. It's one of the better... Like, it's actually a good book. Disney original yeah, movie. Oh, the book is fantastic. It's, it's the one of the more great. faithful adaptations I've seen. Yeah, for sure. Of a book to a movie, which is Daniel Especially that rap number. Did you guys expect this episode of Stanley Yelnats? Just out of curiosity, did you expect this episode to to end on praise of holes? (laughs) (laughs) Not really, no. Uh, For those of you who don't know, you should probably go, recommendation of the week, go read Holes by uh, Lewis Sackard. Yes, especially if you're in middle school, because it's around that age. Very good middle school novel. It's just enjoyable in general. You can go back and read it. Actually, funny enough, the reason I read Holes was because I loved Lewis Sackler's books, uh, The Wayside School Stories. Mm -hmm. And then I read Mm -hmm. Holes, and I'm like, holy. Yeah, he's good. He knows what he's doing. Well, now that we've gotten through uh, these SCPs, and I, I, obviously there's more tertiary information floating around there. We don't want to get to those yet. But uh, thanks again to username159 and to Zero for getting us those last two. Thank you, Lex, for suggesting this incredibly horrifying one to us at the end here. Yeah. What can I say? I'm always here to provide existential crisis over the cases of Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so and who hasn't had one of those? It's, it's you know, it, it's a recommendation for all American humanoid creatures to have at least one. Shia um, LaBeouf related existential crisis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's going to be in the DS40 or whatever the heck we're up to. Shia LaBeouf, chapter seven. Before we wrap up this log, though, before you send us back to Earth, uh, mm-hmm. what um, does anybody have any plugs they want to make or anything? Plugs. Uh, going to be doing monthly raw dog and ray guns going forward this year uh don't know when they're going to be uploaded every month but they'll be monthly until i can get back on a better schedule uh bisbee music will continue after probably in february after i get through all these um, commissions i have and yeah those are my plugs 
Cool. Uh, mine are darkly lit where we read horror stories. Actually, um, we our next one is going to be February 13th, and I think we have a winner. Yeah, it seems like so far it's going to be uh, Jinji Ito. Yes. Uh, uh, we're going to be reading uh, Uzumaki. Yep. I'm excited for this. Yes. And then uh, also Anna Musings. David and I review uh, Disney movies, and we're, next one is Make My Music. And features the whale who wanted to sing at the Met. Exactly. So that's my plugs. Um, so my name's Lex Reckless. Uh, thanks for having me on this random podcast. You're uh, welcome. I do. We're sorry. It's, <laughs> you know what? Sometimes a living dead girl needs a little adventure. Um, I do like way too many internet related things, but uh, I do have a YouTube channel that I neglect furiously. Um, Lex Reckless. I I just read shit. Sometimes um, I'm going to hopefully introduce a new series where I tear apart crappy pastas and crappy pasta concepts. Not quite in the same vein as UCA, but uh, David's been uh, helping me with some stuff. Also, someone's dying of Ebola outside, so mm. if you heard Shut that. Shut up, Jeff! <laughs> um, and then I you might want to make sure that the airlock is has proper. Uh, no, it's it's properly secured. He's just loud as hell. <laughs> Got to stop, you know, taking away people's organs. Um, I mm. also do art and digital drawing under a pseudonym Bubblegrim because I have a phobia of bubblegum, of fangs, bubblegum. They don't go together. But I guess those are my plugs. Cool. I'm new to this whole concept of the internet, so I don't really have any online presence, so just, to speak. Just, but, uh, yeah. just treat Ben with the utmost kindness, because he used to work for... My robot um, minions will seek vengeance he upon used to work any for, words yep, he used to work spoken for, ill of me. He used to work for Skynet, so... Used to. Used to. Yeah. I got better. <laughs> Skynet didn't. Yeah. <laughs> No, everyone's looking at me, so. Your turn. Uh, well, Abysme does all of our plugs, generally speaking, but I do have uh, the plug to my computer. It's, it's quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> all hail the reptilian overlords. All uh-huh. hail the reptilian They're overlords. not overlords. Metal managers, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, everybody, that um, like, our good, like our lord and savior Shia LaBeouf would say, Do it! Yeah. Just do it! Very loudly. Yeah. Very loudly. I'm going to plonk you guys back to your own planet. Hold on. Okay. Two friends. I'm Emily. I'm Andrew. Made a deal. I would do a minute podcast on a movie. What movie would you do it on? What if we count to three and at three we both say the name of the movie and if it is somehow the same movie. Three, two, one. Super Mario Brothers! <laughs> The Super Mario Brothers Minute. Two episodes a week. Benview Network. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.